it live from the Dutch Hall. I think the key to our meteoric rise to the top of the rural Ontario podcast scene has been due to our relationship with our listeners. And you know, I've always said to my listeners, you know, I want to hear from you. I want you to get back to me, and I don't want you just to shine my shoes. I don't want you to blow sunshine up my ass. I want to tell you what you really think, you know? And so sometimes, when you ask for something, you get a whole lot of it. And so I'm just saying, if your feelings are going to get hurt about something that we say on this program, take it easy, you know? And you know, uh, also, I wanted to say, there's a lot of there's a lot of other shows you can listen to. So you might want to just go uh, 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 fuck yourself as well. (laughs) But people, this is meant to all be in good fun. So you know what? Let's not get upset. Let's just have a nice show and everybody just take it easy. everybody this is a great treat welcome to live from the dutch hall i'm your host pete van dyke and we got a real great show planned for you today full house here in pine grove ontario we got some great guests joining us today we got uh from london ontario we have matt ferguson joining the show today where's the applause hey, there he is. my robot audience wasn't even there for him you know from uh from also from london ontario winner of were you the winner of the of the uh Go yuck yourself contest. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, the winner—that's a big deal. You say it; it's a big deal. London comic, real funny guy, and second time on the show. It's been about a year since he's been on. All right. Jason Allen is here. Let's hey, hear it for Jason. Right. Oh, shortest applause ever! <laughs> shortest applause ever. <laughs> and also, and also, this is the guy. This guy's from Burgessville, by way of Norwich, Ontario. He's been a he's been a regular in life from the Dutch Hall. He's uh he's the Shaz. Tyler Shazma is here. Let's hear it for him. <laughs> so with a star-studded lineup like this, we gotta we gotta be really excited. And uh, you know, usually I'm always want to be backed up by a great band. And this is the, probably one of the best bands I've ever had in life from the Dutch Hall history. I gotta say, you know, the Nocturnal Emissions is the best band in podcasting, period. Yep. That's what I go on the record as really saying. Nice. Anyone can uh, wants to argue with me, they're welcome to it. But this this version of the Nocturnal Emissions that I see here today, I, I really like it. Yeah. You know, it's the most professional version I think I've seen. What do you like best about it, Pete? Well, we got our band leader, Mike Bowe, sitting right there. Let's hear it for Mike. He's here every yes, day, every welcome. week. You're welcome. Band Mike. <laughs> you deserve the applause. <laughs> I'm I'm rhythm, get I, the leader title back if right. you're good about it. Yeah, on rhythm guitar, Mike Bow. That's what I should have. When I, I like introduced that. you guys, I think, yeah. you know, our rhythm band leader on rhythm guitar, yeah, Mike Bow, you know, like then people cheer. Yes. <laughs> you know, normally on lead guitar, we have Steve the Reluctant German. Correct. You know, a stalwart. He was, we called him the savior of the, of the Nocturnal Emissions. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, he's missing today. 
he's put other things above the show, and uh, he's decided that uh, he's he he's above us. <laughs> yes, I agree, Sheik. I agree. But uh, you know, instead, uh, we got a great replacement. I think we traded in a German for another Dutchman. Yeah. Or are you Belgian? Belgian. Oh, oh goodness! Oh, I'll tell you, it's a step above a German. I'll give it that. A Belgian's <laughs> a step above a German. <laughs> I, all day long, I will go. I will take a Belgian over a German. That's just way, the way it goes. We have Raiden Nakuman here, everybody. Yeah. Hello. Braden's yeah. from Cats the band. Yes. And you got a, you got some? Do you have new music coming out? Yeah, it's already up online right now. It's up online? Yeah, if you go to like, gosh, I don't remember the exact thing, but it's like Cats Bandcamp. You can buy it on there. It's like six bucks. Cats Bandcamp? Yeah, something like that. Just Google oh, it. Something. It'll be on there. Well, if I Google that, will it come up or not? You got to sell yeah, these things. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Musician, what do you want yeah, from yeah, me? Yeah. Who, yeah, Just who, make some music. Need, I make it. Somebody's got to sell it. Yeah, that's right. Well, we're happy to have you. You know what I always thought the band was missing? What do you think? You know, it was missing. It had, in my opinion, it had one too many Dave Charterses <laughs> and one too few bass players, <laughs> is what I thought. Oh, yeah. And this week we have a real treat. We have an actual bass player. The guy, he's the bass player from Crown the Lion. He's been on, on the program before. Wes Hagens is in the house. Let's hey, hear for Wes. Hey. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna let, I like I'm letting the applause go long today. Everyone deserves it. Normally, I cut it off with. Because I don't pe- think people deserve it, but I think we're going on. We're starting off great. And all, as always, we have our bartender Paul Van Dyke and my brother. He's here today, serving no drinks uh-huh. as usual. I served a few. Fuck. <laughs> also part of the band. Also part. Oh yes, I'm sorry. As part of Nocturnal Emissions, on what do you call that? Uh, <laughs> what kind of guitar is that? Ultra e. rhythm. On, ultra rhythm. On, on e. One on e. Yeah. And on e. <laughs> Paul Van Dyke. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I'm in Perfect the fucking title. band, man. Hey, Shazma, music joke. I did it for the band. <laughs> I'll get it. <laughs> he's anti. I think he's anti music. Shazma, do you think? No, no, I don't think. You guys so. have the argument all the time, don't he, you? No, he has an eclectic of what's taste harder in, in music. He's a punker. Yeah, he likes no, Screeching I, Weasel and other bands I've never no, really I listened to. I just believe the Ramones is the greatest band of all time. Well, yeah. it's simple. Anyone can enjoy it from a, a baby to a guy in a fucking retirement home. Actually, you know, yeah, Shazma, you know what? Like That's everything. exactly me and Mike were having this conversation just the other day. Yes, we were. We said that it's. I love bands that make something real easy, mm-hmm. like awesome. How yeah. and like anyone can play it, but they make somehow make just it work. The way they do it, and yeah. everybody's gonna love it. Yeah. But like I love all music. I've been getting into hip hop lately. Tribe called Quest. Nice. Oh, you're starting at the beginning, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Africa, the motherland. <laughs> There's a new up and comer, Kumo D. <laughs> Anyways, we got it. So uh, they, I think the list. We owe it to our listeners to at least catch up on what's going on with the uh, weight loss challenge. Oh, yes. We have to see how far we've abandoned our New Year's resolutions by. What is it? The twenty first of January. Is that? Is that the due? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's due. That, we we're, we're at, today's the twenty first yeah, of January. When's uh, when's the deadline? I don't know. In in uh, like ten weeks. Ten. Okay. Got yeah. Time. It's early. Okay. It's good. Early. Good. That's all I was getting at. <clears throat> right. So Paul, you were on a you were on a, a rapid quest to begin this uh, weight loss contest, and uh, how are you? How'd the last week go? Uh, not much working out. Um, not much exercise. I, I gave it up to be a rock star. I bought the bass guitar. 
Yep. I've been YouTube in it. So <laughs> one new thing is all you can fit in your brain, right? Yeah, one one thing at a time. <laughs> one at a time. Trying to move your body and move your fingers. Yeah. It's too many things. It's too many things. But, it, but So you gave up on uh, exercising, but did you do anything with your diet? You sell off the freshie? Oh, yeah. No Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been working. It's freshy. What's the difference between freshy and Kool Aid? Same thing to me. Same, same shit. Same thing. Is it one Canadian and one American or something? That's yeah. a great question. Or one's, just different branding? One's no name. Isn't it's it? like yeah. slang, isn't it? Uh, Freshie's I would, the cheap one. I have a feeling that I would grew up on freshy. Does it yeah. say freshy my opinion. on the packet? <laughs> in a brown jug? Did freshy go away when Kool Aid came in? Yeah, I don't. I think. Kool-Aid killed Freshie. Yeah, I think so, for sure. Yeah. That big Kool-Aid made busted busted through that big, <laughs> that big jug son of a bitch <laughs> killed Freshie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never thought of that. But you always still call Kool-Aid Freshie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah I would. Yeah, because exactly. that's how I was raised. Yeah. I was raised on Freshie, not Kool-Aid. <laughs> I believe I was the same. Yeah, so I, have a cousin, I have a cousin that was raised on Purple Drink. I know Ferg was raised really cool. Yeah, he's in Jamaica right now. <laughs> he practically yeah, is a Kool-Aid man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think you guys know who I'm talking about. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> so, Michael, uh, so you, you're off the freshie? Yep. I went, I'm, uh, I went up a pound. You went up a pound oh. this week. By giving up on your exercise, that's all you gave up. One pound. Yeah. And plus, you, plus the opportunity Back cost of what you, could, what you could have lost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You're disappointed. I'm disappointed in you. But you know what I did this week? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. Oh, probably you gained a pound. Yep. What I did was I made love to my wife like I always do in the most acrobatic fashion I can. <laughs> so I can burn calories. That's what I do. Also, I did a wicked volley. I played wicked volleyball last night. Mm. Never sweat so much. Good That's sweat. all I did. The rest of the week, I'm like, I'm going to try out different sleeping pills and uh, just lie in bed. <laughs> Shouldn't be putting on weight then. Nope. Right? You're sleeping. I figured I'm not eating when I'm sleeping, so I'll just sit there and do that. That's about it. And I lost three pounds. <laughs> I'm in a real tear. What a program. And I was working out every day, like, at the beginning of it, and then I gave, I really sucked this week, and I'm like, oh, shit, I'm gonna, I was eating pie, like, just eating the pie out of the container. <laughs> the whole pie. My mother-in-law, I think, I don't understand. Like, I love her. I, I don't know if she listens to this or not. She sometimes likes it on Facebook, so I don't know if she listens to it or not. She keeps telling me she's gonna. So if she listens to this one by chance, I'm gonna tell her. Kathy's, I love it. She brings over food all the time, and it's great. You have a Hungarian mother-in-law. Mm. She brings you over food, and uh, and it's awesome. She feels happy that she's helping us out you live a busy life sometimes it's hard to get supper ready before you cart the kids off to the next thing or whatever so it's great to have that and usually she she cooks us something or she's like i at one time she used to like uh her her and uh, my father-in-law would buy a pie and they would have a piece of pie each and then they'd have the rest of the pie and it wouldn't get eaten okay so they would give with with the supper they'd throw in the rest of the pie you know and so that would i would that made sense to me but now it's a whole fresh pie just in the thing, like a store-bought pie, they just go and buy me a pie and drop it off. She didn't bake the pie. Like if she, she just drops me off a store-bought pie at the bottom of all this homemade, nice, beautiful Hungarian stuff. And no one wants to eat that pie because we're all kind of trying not to eat, trying to eat right or whatever. Right. The thing goes on the counter and you dig in that fucking thing with your fork and eat the whole thing right down one sitting if they let you. <laughs> It's a, it's like the she's like the, she's like the, my she tempts me eh with pie. It's delicious. Yeah, blueberry always blueberry. Oh, I don't know who said we love blueberry pie, but I bet you someone said it one time, and now she thinks that one of our kids just loves blueberry pie, and her parents won't feed it to her. 
Seems like it gets eaten. Yeah, well, we do eat it like in a heartbeat. But that's why I thought it would have gained weight, but it didn't. Hmm. And none of you guys are in the contest, so uh, that's it for that one. So what? I didn't get asked. Perfect. Anything else that changed this week is uh, really probably best left uh, to our segment that uh, we call feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. down version of feedback i did liked it i liked it <clears throat> welcome to feedback we got feedback as always uh a feedback we got feedback is brought to you by our great sponsors that help make keep the lights on here at live from the dutch hall and also help keep the program free to people who listen um if you'd like to uh, help us out you can help out our sponsors so you can go to my website live from the dutch hall.com click on uh either of our amazon banners if you need to do some shopping online and uh, if you're buying from Amazon, anyways, why not just uh, click on my banner and some of that money will come back and help the show. And thank you to everyone who has bought stuff uh, by doing that. Uh, also, you can go to my website and click on the VG Meats coupon. And with that coupon, you can go into either locations in Simcoe or Stony Creek and present the coupon and get a great, some great freezer meat. You can get some steaks yeah, and that, some ground beef. It's always the same deal. Same deal still? Oh, yeah. Those VG boys will stand by that deal. Nice steak. And once every, like, six months, I get a check for eight bucks. Wow. <laughs> That's great. I really hit the big time. The one last check I actually had was double digits. I had a double digit 11? check. No, I think I got 80 bucks the one time. Whoa. But it was a number of um, weeks. Week, like months. Months. Yeah, that was the biggest check I think I got ever. Well, Amazon gave me 100 bucks. But it took me a year to get it. I didn't help you. And they say they'll give it to you in like the $10, like uh, you can get Amazon bucks and just spend it on Amazon and you can get it for every 10 bucks. I'm like, no fucking way. I want to get a paper check so I can look at it and say, yeah. <laughs> Maybe put it on the wall. I'll put that thing on the wall at Dutch Hall. Yeah. My newspaper articles. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> no big deal. I just have articles day. all around just me. And, yeah, just Pete Van Dyke. <laughs> So anyways, feedback, we got feedback. We always ask our listeners, oh, did I name, I didn't name all their sponsors. There's another one. Uh, if you're planning an event, hey, I know I know some people are already getting excited. I don't know if it came from our program, but I can. I know people are booking up fast next summer for weddings at Lakeside Vista. Mm. And if you want to go to Lakeside Vista to book an event for your family, maybe you want to have a birthday party or a wedding, or even just uh, you want to have a corporate retreat one day, nice and you want to go to one of the most beautiful spots in all of South southern Ontario, Go to www.lakesidevista.ca and uh, and uh, see what they have to offer. Maybe a, this would be the the place of your dreams. It could be because, because the views are beautiful, but the memories they're even better. better. And our final sponsor, our fourth one, we just got him on board last week. I like Paul's bass in there. <laughs> no, so that's good. the that's the influence of Wes. Yeah, <laughs> Once you put, bring that bass in here, right? Yeah. It's more balls in here. I feel more ballsy. Like yeah. Making sweet love. And Paul's voice, he's playing to oh, it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, you're like the guy from Oak Ridge Boys. It goes um pop a mow mow. Like that? <laughs> yeah, that's you. All right, so uh, where was it? Oh, our latest sponsor is yeah. Van Dyke Party it's Services. Exciting. Van Dyke Party Services. This is the second week we get to promote them, and uh, so, and so far. It's not ringing off the hook. No. The, the number's not ringing off the hook for if you were. The email's not ringing off the whatever. It's unfortunate. No, not a lot of interest so far. But, you know, there's people probably planning. And maybe repetition is a key for Van Dyke Party Services. But if you have, a, if you're generally you and your friends are fairly boring and you're, you go to a lot of parties and you think this party should have been better than it was, but it really sucks. Yeah. It's because you don't have enough Van Dykes at that party. 
So what you can do is go to live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. Send us an email. And you just say, I want to have the at least five Van Dyke boys show up at my party. And uh, and we have a guarantee at Van Dyke Party That's Services right. that you will have a good time. And all we ask in return is all of our expenses for the evening are covered. And I want $100 of cold hard cash. And if you if you don't have a good time, the guarantee I will provide you is that we will give you back that $100. I can, can't do anything about the expenses. No. They've already gone through my body. <laughs> and they will be extravagant, the expenses. <laughs> yes, they will. We are going to have a fucking great time. <laughs> it is going to be epic. Yes. All right? <laughs> the first person that takes Van Dyke Party Services up on their oh, offer yes, it will be a is going to have the best time ever because... It's we're just so excited about someone. I think it would be an all-star cast. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you want to invite us to your corporate uh, uh, annual meeting Mm -hmm. or something like that. You want to say like, you know, annual meetings suck. You know, we go to these retreats. We're a company. We've got a bunch of accountants. We're all a bunch of boards. We need five Van Dykes there. It's gonna liven it up. Yeah. Yeah, we get start get the girls dancing. That's the first thing we'll do. Things will get loosened up a little bit. Oh yeah. (laughs) Pour a bunch of booze into it. Maybe a little bit of weed. Party's on. Now, I'm not guaranteeing. I don't know well, if you got a going, card for it. If you got a card for it, right? Hundred dollars cold hard cash. I'm not going to stand in your way if you need to take your medicine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> We're gonna have a great time. <laughs> All right. So those are our sponsors. But now we got to get on to feedback. We got feedback. You know what? Uh, we got. <laughs> Thank you, boys. We like to welcome our new listeners from uh, this week. We got a bunch of new listeners still right. riding the wave from the newspaper article. Sweet. We got some from Rosemont, Ontario, Canada. Burgessville, Ontario. Oh, shit. Shout out to Burgessville. Home of the Home of the Shaz. Was it you, Chaz? Was it you? No, it's someone else. I don't even know. Oh, yeah. I'm a big I'm big in I'm big in Burgessville. I'm huge there. <laughs> <laughs> I am the most popular podcast in Burgessville. I'm gonna say it right it's a known now. Fact. Yeah, it's a known fact. But I think it's because you've been on my show so many times. Because you're a pretty big deal there, right? Burgessville? They know the name. <laughs> Local celebrity. Local celebrity. Yeah. Anyways, uh, hey, get off my lawn with your bicycle. <laughs> yeah, that's Chesma. Hey, uh, we also had some one from Fairfield, New South Wales, Australia. Wow. Yeah, to the person in, in uh, Fairfield, which is just outside of Sydney, I'm going to tell you, uh, what, what were you doing around the year 2000? Oh. You know, just reach out to me at live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. Just let me know kind of what you were up to in the year 2000 if you're listening to this. I'm just curious. <laughs> Do you have any kids with a broad nose? That's all. That's all I'm saying. Darker skin. <laughs> Take to the sun well. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, broad shoulders. It's a nice tan. Yeah. yeah. Real like thick hands. Hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just to get it, get back to me. All right. Also, Plymouth, Michigan. For some reason, oh. uh, Michigan, all around Detroit, we're spreading. I might hit Toledo soon. Let's you go. can see, you can see life from the Dutch Hall spreading down the map, and I've I've gotten past Detroit into Plymouth, mm-hmm. and the next thing you know, Toledo, the big, and then the big time. Big time. <laughs> That's the big time. The if you, if you ever hit Toledo. Holy Toledo. Yeah. Anywhere from and there. also, we, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, mention the listener that we got this week from Scheidem, South Holland. Oh, yeah, South Holland. Holland. Yeah. You know from Scheidem? Oh, Scheidem and Frischland? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's the stereotype of South Holland, do you know? South Holland? Yeah. S- more South than us? No, it's the province of South Holland. What's the stereotype of them? Yeah, you say the Frieslanders are like kind of like... They're the, the Northerners. Yeah, like the dairy farming kind of Newfies of Holland. Is that true? Is uh, that true, Shazma? You're one. I, well, if you're going to use 
be as an example. But you're not blonde. You're, no, normally the Frieslanders are real blonde, right? Yeah, I know most of my family is. Really? <laughs> yeah. Are you like the? Are you no, like the I, rent? My father shaved my head with a fillet knife, and he nicked me real good. It came in black. Oh. Okay. <laughs> 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 that's that's unfortunate. Jeez, that's traumatic. That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny that we all laughed at that. That might come in handy later. But uh, I want to just get to our feedback right now. Uh, we got feedback from iTunes. Oh, we got it back. And we got we got a bunch this week, but I really want to key in on this one. On iTunes, we got fi- uh, the five stars. Five stars ah, from awesome. a guy by the name of Dover Dad. He calls himself Dover Dad. And he says, this was his review of my program. It was the first thing I ever thought. It sounds like a real review, you know? So uh, this, this is what he writes. He goes, a taste of the back roads of Norfolk County, Canada. Smart, funny, vulgar, opinionated, wise, hmm. wise. Wow. Which I thought I was happy, but wise. <laughs> and see that coming. And full of guitar riffs. Shout out to the Nocturnal Emissions. There you go. Hey. Uh, uh, use this podcast as a drinking game and take a swig whenever they mention Norfolk or one of its towns, Dover, Waterford, Simcoe, etc. <laughs> You know, if this actually becomes a thing, we're going to do a whole show where we just get our listeners pissed drunk then just and just talk about Norfolk we the whole time. We talk about every little town. Yeah. Like Blaney is, yeah. is a little spot. Oh, Blaney's great. If you've ever been to Hotry, yeah. oh, it's oh, just beautiful in the summertime. Right. Have you ever oh, been down to... What about Milldale? Teeterville. Yeah. Oh, Teeterville. Oh, the teddy bear nice. picnic in Teeterville is one of, my, one of the highlights of my year. Yeah. Yeah, it's just beautiful down by the river. Sometimes I go down to Wyndham Center just to ride my bike and remember my childhood. Right near the creek. Yeah, right near the creek there. Oh, down by Lynn Creek in Lynnville. Yeah. Oh, that's a beautiful part of the world. Sure is. <laughs> How drunk are people now? I, I could so. do that all day long. I could do that for an hour. That's my whole show, and I would love it. <laughs> well, Rattlesnake Hop. Rattlesnake Hop in yeah. Boston. <laughs> Villanova and Buton, motherfucker. Yeah. Let's throw South Oxford in there. Never I will never that. talk about South Oxford. <laughs> I, lived, I lived in Lauderville for a year. Yeah. It's Norfolk or nothing. You're one step. You're one step above Haldeman. <laughs> and not saying a lot. That's funny, eh? Because people would actually. Some people would get mad about that, eh? Yeah. What are you gonna get against Haldeman? I'll tell you what I got against Haldeman. Your ground's heavy. And it stinks. You got clay. How do you grow anything on that shit? Every time I go there, my boots are ten pounds heavier. The pH is all off. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? This is not ground you can grow to back in. I'll tell you that it's one. Uncomfortable. I'm out of this joint. I don't want to be here. It's a corn country. Yeah. Anyways, I thought that was great feedback from Dover Dad. So because of it, he's our listener of the week. Oh, he's the listener of the week. This is his week. Woo! Now for the serious side of feedback, we got feedback. Oh, nice. It does set the, so- the to- tune for this. Because this is a-, a segment that I want to take seriously. You know, this is a comedy show. But I like to take some, this part seriously because this is the first time we've we've lost some supporters of our show. So it's kind of a sorrowful mood, you know. You got anything you play that's gonna set a somber mood? Maybe some bass, just bass, warm, yeah. warm. like sad cloud. Oh yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, disappointment. That's a disappointment sound. I like it. So we have these girls from the Barbie Mansion. I don't know if you know who they are. If you listen to the show, but there's these two girls we met in Bristol, Tennessee, uh, and uh, when we did our Bristol show. And we, uh, they became fans of Life in the Dutch Hall, and they were inspired by us to start their very own podcast, mm-hmm. Life from the Barbie Mansion, right. which they provided feedback, like all the time, you know, like every, a lot of times to us. And they were huge supporters of our show. 
And uh, we they were we threw barbs back and forth at each other uh, many times, you know, like in the early days. And they were actually planning a visit to yes. come up to do a show up here in Pine Grove. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and they sent us Christmas gifts. They sent us some thongs and uh, they sent us a, they they fucked my whole board up with their their uh, what their horse their sparkles horse sparkles or yeah. whatever that is. <laughs> And uh, what do they call it? Horse sparkles? When you, when you put, sparkles. you know, when you when you're with your kids and you you put glue on the page, you make a horse out of glue, and then you pour horse sparkles on it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know that? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, it's all over the floor there, and it's all over the board, and uh, so they did that. That was that was fun, right? Right. Yeah, great, great fun. Nice exchange. Active exchange with our listeners, you know. So, anyways, last week. We had one of our shareholders who asked to be remain, remain nameless. Sorry, because he got pissed off about me mentioning his name last week. Can we guess his name? You can. No. You can go back and listen if you want. But from now, we're gonna call him Shareholder X for this show. X. Uh, and the next show, we'll never call. We'll call him another name. We'll give him another alias, and then he can be anonymous. But, but for, he he's a little scared of the Barbie Mansion girls because they are gun enthusiasts <laughs> and he's not sure of their mental state is what his concern was when he provided me feedback oh, you know really? yeah so they were really he was really upset about it so that so we uh, i want to just bring everyone up to speed if you didn't remember if you weren't listening to last week's show this was the part that he that the barbie girls uh, took exception to uh this is our shareholders feedback okay uh the phone call to the barbies was bad the sound was poor which is on me, right? That's my fault, not not uh, the girl's fault, right? And it uh, dragged on too long. Also, my fault, not theirs. I could have cut it off. It's my show. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, those girls were downright irritating. No, that's on them, right? <laughs> that's on them. I have no part of that, <laughs> right? So it says they may be attractive, which is subjective, of course, right? You, we have the, the giant poster in our, in our Dutch hall. So and you can go visit their program and see pictures of them. But their squawking American voices tempted me to turn off your episode for the first time since your annoying cousin-in-law argued with you, right? That's what he said. Right. And, uh, Just to go back. Right. So he, they, he hammered the Barbie girls and he hammered my cousin-in-law, or my, my cousin's wife, yes. right? So he did that and we laughed, right? We laughed out loud and did not defend them, right? <laughs> and so then they go, uh, you almost blurted out that uh, Barbies would be shareholders when they... Uh, uh, spent two hundred dollars on you guys as a shareholder. I say no fucking way. Uh, and then that was it for, about the Barbies, right. right? And they went on. He went on to like cut up other parts of the show and stuff, and they gave it to us all. But that's the Barbies part that that they they got upset about. Mm-hmm. Now the Barbies sent me uh, this message. I listened to the show, and both Sarah and I were hurt that you would air something negative and laugh at us. Life from the Barbie Mansion is something that we do for fun. Which we also do here at Life at Life uh, Life from the Dutch Hall. We do it for fun. We love to have fun. Yeah, we love to have fun. Fun's we don't make good. any money. I told you the eight bucks or whatever. Like I'm not getting rich here. It all went into that board. We can get a couch. It took me two years to get that board. Yeah. But they paid. They paid for it. <laughs> Fucking right. Anyways, so what did they say? Where was I? They right. do it for fun. Yeah. It's not my career, and Sarah really worked hard to uh, get this podcast started, and I appreciate that. I know how hard it is because I do it myself. Yeah. As we are new at this time, I, I uh, thrive to have support from friends and family that are positive, not negative. So we are neg- we're negative, right? Yes, apparently. And, and other people are positive, right? Which I get that. I get that a lot from people. Um, moving forward, 
You will not be mentioned anymore on our show. And I wish you all the best, which was nice of her. Thanks. She said thank you too, right? So then I went back cordial. and I, what? It was cordial. cordial. Yeah, it was cordial. But they've disowned us. They're done with the live from Dutch Hall. They won't mention us on the show anymore. We're dead to them. And, well, yes. And our ratings will probably plummet. <laughs> and and uh, it will be it'll be tragic, right? But I've got to tell you, in the in the to defend the art of comedy, I'll tell you right now, you don't apologize for anything. And I got to tell you right now too. One of the strongholds of this show is that we ask for feedback from our listeners. That's right. You said it's, that's why we have a stinger. Yeah. It's a, to remind people all the time. Yes, that's exactly why we do it. To remind people, give us the feedback. Yeah, I like it. I'll stop saying that, I yeah. promise. Yeah. So then but we, but we want to get people to, um, to, to talk to us. And when they do it, I don't censor them. I just read exactly what they write. And if I read exactly what they write and you don't like it, uh, it's not my problem. Like it's it's uh, it's what they wrote, you know. It's like and and I would be doing them a disjustice if I didn't read it the way they wrote it. Or and if it's word. and if it is uh, uh, offensive, that's what makes it more interesting and it also makes it more fun. <laughs> and and when we laughed, it's because we thought it was funny. Yeah, we were having fun. Yeah, and and I can't control that. No. If I thought it was just a mean to you guys, I wouldn't laugh at all. I would just think that would be mean. But I thought it was really funny. I think in, in, in the world, there's people who, when someone falls down, they're, uh, they get concerned. They're worried. They're like, oh, are you okay? And there are people who laugh their ass off when that guy falls down. I am the person that laughs my ass off when that person falls down. And after I'm done laughs, laughing, I ask if they're okay. But the laugh comes first. And then you hold it back. You know what I mean? And then he's like, ooh. Ooh, is he okay? And they can finish laughing at him. They initially laugh. Yeah. Miss, and and I can't, the, the part you can't control, like the default re reflex is laugh at mm -hmm. that person's misery. Right. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe I'm a broken human being. Could be. And then, in which case, then, then I'm sorry. I don't think that the show's going to work for the Barbie girls because I'm always going to laugh at people that hack on you because it's funny. <laughs> It's funny. And I thought because they were doing the same thing we do, they get kicked out of joke. Right. But I guess they have very thin skin, mm. right? And that's what I, and uh, I'd like, well, I Take think. Take it easy. Yeah. Same I'd like show. to get into the, with these guys, with the, yeah, with the comics, actually. Um, I know we haven't, we haven't got into the, the full interview yet, but, it, but just on this issue, you know, these girls here, there, they have, uh, is that mic in enough for you, Jason? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good here. Um, so these girls, they uh, they got offended, right, by us laughing at them, and it makes me think, you know, when you hear about uh, people that get offended by comedy, like if you go try to do like a joke, let's say a dead baby's joke, just for something out of the air, <laughs> right? Just pulling out, no. Right, it could have it could have uh, Don't do a, that. It could, it, it, it's a no, it's a it's a little bit of a, a ticking time bomb, but everyone's played with it, and like I, like if you look at there's almost all the great comedians have done a dead baby's bit. It's 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 everyone's done it, and I think because it's hard to do, and so you try to pick it up, right? You don't know that you don't think that name. I can no, it's like yeah. Jeselnik's whole career is dead yeah, Jeselnik, George okay. Carlin, uh, uh, Louis C.K. Yeah. All of them have dead baby bits. There's a dead baby joke in all for all those guys, and it's like they just. I think it's and then it's it's a it's a good embodiment of how offensive something could be. So I had my own dead baby controversy as well, right on the show because I use it as an as a. Something that would tell you, uh, you don't not get like, a, yeah, something to make you not get an erection. I was trying to think of something that would not make you get an erection. Yeah. 
So I said dead babies would not get. So I, I think if you think of dead babies, that doesn't give me an erection at all. Like I don't like it. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Being I'm not sexually stimulated. I'm just being honest here. She that does nothing for me, right? It's a big leap. Right. So that was that was essentially the same joke. The one I just did there right. <laughs> it was the same one, and that was it. It was just a little one-off throw-off thing, and it was really that was one of the times some people got really upset. And uh, but I I have to argue that it's it's not it's not my the problem's not with me. It's the problems with them. <laughs> like I don't really see what like if if you have a problem with something that you don't like, like then the problem's with you. I don't. What does that have to do with my joke? It's not personal. I've always said it's like super selfish to get offended by something, especially if it's not directly like hurled at you as an insult like if you just like stumble across something on facebook and have to write a giant post about how you're offended by it yeah it's like you know <clears throat> just walk away go go do something else like it's, it wasn't directed at you you know <laughs> yeah like, like i think that's the main thing is that like when a comic's like writing something at home or when somebody thinks of a joke they probably weren't be like weren't like you're gonna be at my show and you're gonna have a mom who died of cancer yeah. this joke is like Nobody was like it. Would the intention was never to hurt somebody. The intention was like for the shock value or that surprise. And like obviously, like a dead baby is like the most horrible thing yeah. in the world. So that's why it's a good joke because it's like the most <laughs> shocking yeah. thing. Or the most like you know what I mean? like, like if you're really trying to like like uh, get joke. get like if, if it's, it's a, a good shitty joke. if it's a yeah. shitty if dead it's, baby no, joke. That's then it. No, it's like, a shitty dead baby joke. Yeah, then you get the same place, no. right? And that's, like. But that's it. Like, everybody's trying to just, like, write that good joke. And the thing is, like, if if you really just didn't find it funny, the worst thing you could do to, like, teach that comic a lesson is just not laugh. Because mm-hmm. yeah. if, if you're like, oh, fuck <clears throat> you, you asshole, blah, 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 then he's just going to be like, you just get offended by everything. You're a crybaby. But if an, an entire audience just, like, just didn't give you any reaction, then you know the joke sucks. Yeah, yeah. And you move on, you know what I mean? So I always I always draw analogies from com- comedy to pro wrestling because it's like in pro wrestling, if you walk out and you don't get a reaction from the crowd, you're dead. No, But yeah. if you get a reaction from the crowd, negative or positive, on either side of it, it's it, at least you've engaged oh, the sure. audience, right? But in the middle is not where you want to be no, ever. That's it. Groans it, are better than nothing. That's yeah, it. I'd love it. You I love a gasp. Yeah. If people groan at a certain joke, I'm like, that's okay, because you're still like engaged with me. You're still feeling something. For I think, sure, in, like so. you were saying, Jason, like, it, like the biggest thing is intent. Like, if you're watching somebody's comedy, you can tell if that person's purposely trying to be overtly racist, yeah. or if they, right. or, you know what I mean? Like, maybe they're just trying to toe the line and be edgy. Like, you have yeah. to look, really like, think about their intent there. You hope well, uh, people know, anyways. But the problem is, like, people just have these trigger words now, right? So they just need to hear, like, oh, somebody died, or it's about abuse, or something like that. And you're clearly not that person, but they just hear those words, and then yeah. suddenly this monster or something like that like yeah. just like yeah that's what i did just before i got up yeah. on stage <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah you know what i mean that's the thing it was in the most ridiculous context that there could be like it was uh it was like i was fingering a roast beef sandwich for heaven's sakes like uh, it was not a what they were upset at that i was here that episode yeah you were, no, uh, no, that was the second one time we fingered it. That was a oh, that was like a great Fingering sandwiches happens often. Yeah, bit. <laughs> once in a while. Yeah, yeah he doesn't make them; he fingers them. Because that was our hundredth episode, and I wanted to pay a tribute to the Wheel of Filth, where that was the, that that same bit it came out. Paul even hit his punchline the same and everything. It was like beautiful. You can't be offended by sandwiches. No, how can you, no one was offended by the sandwich to be honest with you, but they but they were of like a line I didn't even think about. You know, like. 
Like the pickle to the sandwich was a nice touch, though. We did that on the hundredth. The hundredth, we introduced yeah, the pickle. You fuck the sandwich with a pickle. That's just yeah. fucking a sandwich with a pickle. I think it's art. So is that what tomato, were... tomato, Tyler? That's what we have to agree. I do disagree. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think it's high like, art. Everyone so... always says you can get offended, or you can just choose not to be. Like, you know, <laughs> do what you do. Yeah, I agree. What were they triggered by, though? Were yeah. they triggered by Believe the top of the pickle, it. or was it just <laughs> the word funny. fingered? No, they like that. No one complained. Fingered was fine. So what was what? What did people get upset about with the sandwich joke? They loved it. They didn't. Oh, the sandwich joke was fine. I'm saying that went over. It was the as soon as the dead the dead babies was the one that 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 went. So because like as long as you insinuate something, it's not like as bad. You know what I mean? Right. You think they'd be cool with a dead baby sandwich joke? Well, yeah. It's well. Let's say, (laughs) let's say, even just took a so you took a doll and you just put like a. Like a, uh, you put X's on the doll's eyes and then you put a sandwich in the. <laughs> That's where you can take it further to. Then you got to be a real nice guy at the beginning of that joke, right? <laughs> in order to get really that one over. That one on. Like you keep building the worst thing you can do. Like okay, can we can we add pedophilia to this? The necrophilia, pedophilia, and all the philias, and 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 make sure there's the trigger words are in there as well that'll set them off like crazy. And just and just send every woman in the world crying. <laughs> yeah, and just a bunch of insensitive assholes are your biggest fans, and you, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what if? What, this is another question. That, that's a big, that's a good point you make there, because you don't want people to take your jokes the wrong way and think they're like like them for the wrong reason. Right? Yeah. yeah, no, that's very true. You're like, oh sure. no, that's not what I meant by that. Like. Yeah, like uh, a good example, I think, is like Doug Stanhope. He's a very, very smart comic, right? And a very thoughtful guy. But his audience, I'm not so sure, shares shares the same qualities as as that. Yeah, he's got a tough audience. (laughs) Like he's got a tough crowd. And I'm not sure they get him in his and what he's really what he what he really is talking about half the time. They get the surface of what he's putting out, but yeah. not the undertones. Like some people will concentrate. I like his. I like the fact he's wearing vintage suits and he's drunk. And they'll just say, I like that drunk comic. And you're like, you missed everything. Mm-hmm. You missed yeah. absolutely everything. No, there's so much more to him, right? Yeah. And like, I don't know, like with every with every audience you get that you feel like it's too offended by stuff, you'll also have audiences where you're like, they were laughing, but they were... Yeah. They weren't polite. laughing at the punchline. They were laughing when I said dick, when the punchline uh, was more important than when I said dick or something like that. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So like... You can get the yin and the yang to that too, where it's like there's something intelligent in that, but you're too busy getting offended, or there's something intelligent in that, but you're too busy focusing on the dirty part of it. When there was an actual like clever punchline, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, there's always gonna be that, and so yeah, I don't disbelieve that Doug Stanhope because he is also raunchy, has like a following of hillbillies as well as a following of intellectuals. Yeah, and so that's that would be like something like. Would be dangerous. Like, would what would you like? Uh, can you imagine a scenario where you gathered a following, but they were a following of people who you would not want to like yeah. sit down with ever? <laughs> you know, like, almost following his lifestyle more than his actual like. Yeah, his actual like what like his like message, his morals, or yeah. his message. Yeah, 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 totally. Well, you'd have both, of course, but yeah, it's like those people that creep in and they're like, you don't really get it. Yeah. I even see it once in a while with my show, like where you have a listener that makes a comment, how I really like your show and they mention what they like about it and you're like, ugh, I didn't think. (laughs) There's no, yeah, there's always going to be people like that. Like I remember like even after a show, this lady like came up to me and was like, 
you're just like David Spade. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not. I just have like long blonde hair. And you're just associating those things because you're a dummy and you were half drunk through my whole set. But you're still kind of complimenting me. So what do yeah. I, I'm like, fuck you, lady. Like, how do you say no to people who are like, hey, I liked it. You know what I mean? Like, Is that when you started growing your beard? That's like, exactly I'm- it. I was just like, I fucking, I'm too much like Spade. Time to grow the beard out. Is that serious? No, that's no. not. I've had a beard since I started. Three? Up. Yeah, how long did it take that you grow that beard? Oh, fuck. This beast been going for about four years. <laughs> really? I actually I actually think we should have bet on that. We should have bet on the over-under on how long it took him to grow that beard. That would have been all right. Because I would have went, I would have went like to, towards a decade to grow that out. Because when it starts to go at the bottom there, it's starting to, you can get that thing twisted in your chest hairs. Oh, yeah. Start doing some so cool can, shit at the beach with it. I cover my fucking eyeballs with it. <laughs> oh, look at that I thing. just hide from people. I don't. It's massive. You can you can nest birds and and have like. We're talking just... about my penis right now. For yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's massive. How long you been growing that? Yeah, it's just. Do, is that a, is that like an annoying question though? Do people is that a common question? I get the people beard ask stuff you? a lot. I get like I've had men and women both ask me to pet the beard and and shit like that, and I'm like, look, I have a fee. Like there's. <laughs> Work out some yeah. numbers here. You need to you need it's to sp- like, put a sign in your beard just about the toll off. or the no just, just what it costs. Just the cost. Yeah, Admission. Just a little billboard there yeah. in the beard. Yeah. Oh, Bill. Bill Beard. <laughs> Bill Beard. Bill Beard. Bill Beard. Oh right my there. God. A little oh. advertising for myself. Thank you. Yeah. Bill Beard. Uh, I finally got no, it. No, people like you, you. Just get used to it. Like I get good. Matt, it would be Jesus a few times a week. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, that would be like all the time. That's yeah, it's very yeah. like standard at this. Do they point. put a do they put an adjective before Jesus when they when they talk sometimes, to you? Sometimes, like sometimes I'll get like hobo Jesus, <laughs> modern Jesus. I get like hippie Jesus. Jesus. I'm like Jesus. He was getting Jesus. he was getting called yeah. uh like uh cleaned oh, up Macaulay Culkin for a while. <laughs> this was the word. They weren't even saying cleaned up. They were just like. They saw those fucking new Home Alone fucking videos. Did you guys see that shit on Facebook? Everybody's like, you look like Culkin. I'm like, I weigh 100 pounds more than Macaulay Culkin. I'm not a fat guy. I'm just saying Macaulay Culkin's a heroin addict. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all I'm getting He's at, got my everybody. physique. Yeah, he's <laughs> as thick as his mic stand. Yeah. yeah. Macaulay Culkin, uh, we used to go out with that girl from that 70s show, that Mila Kunitz. No, we didn't. Yeah, she's a real knockout. Oh, yeah. Hey? Oh, you really blew yeah. that one. She, Macaulay uh, fucking, Culkin. Isn't she married to Kutcher now? Or yeah, whatever? now she is, yeah. yeah. But, celebrity news. Yeah, celebrity news, eh? We need to do bullshit from Julie. Yeah, bullshit. bullshit from Julie. Julie. Right, we got a show. <laughs> we got our segment in. Great. Anyways, uh, uh, the only person that we had one more thing to do. So if you don't mind, fellas, I'd like to get back to our last piece of business, which is uh, the Haitian dwarf. Do you guys? Do you guys? Well, we're gonna try that? a version. You want to try it? Do you got the stinger? I got the stinger. I'll, right. I'll do this. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Hi ho! Hi ho! It's after work we go. Just in your eye and make you cry. Hi ho! Hi ho! Well, the Haitian dwarf. I got to tell you, he's been our listener right from the beginning, and he gives us fe- feedback each and every week. And this week's no exception. This week on iTunes, he gives us five stars. Five oh, stars. Yes. As always, what a real nice guy. And you know, if you are going to give us feedback, you really should give us five stars. Even if you hate us, just give us five stars because it does help us move up the rankings a bit and more people can see us and uh, and listen. Yeah. So um, 
the Haitian dwarf last week, if you remember, we didn't read his his uh, his comments because we missed it in time. It came out just too late because oh, okay. uh, yeah. iTunes always screens his stuff because he's so controversial. Yes, eh? yes. So they, they always hold it for a day or something, and they hold it for a long time. Haitian dwarf. He's really he must be on the uh, some sort of a watch list. If you ask me, I think he's probably on a yeah watch list. <laughs> so anyways, last week, this is what we didn't read. He goes, uh, always entertaining to observe a competition between a bunch of fat bastards. Uh, nice to hear from the Barbie girls, too. Now, if only we were to read Haitian Dwarf's feedback last week, and we see he said, nice to hear from the Barbie girls, too. Right. R.I.P. David Bowie. But, you know, the, that David Bowie thing aside, um, can you believe that, that he said... It's nice to hear from the Barbie girls, too. Jesus, if only yeah. we would have read that last week, we could have salvaged the relationship with those girls. Totally changed right? things. Anyways. <laughs> They'll be back. They'll be, I don't know. Tyler, it sounds like they're gone forever. But this week, the Haitian Dwarf, he got his feedback on time. Feedback? Yeah. That's right. And this is what he says this week. He says, to whoever badmouthed the Barbie girls, I am highly offended. I could listen to them drone on for hours, which I think is a negative comment. I think so, too. He, he did a bit of a switcheroo there. Mm-hmm. Started out positive, went negative, I think. I'm not going to get accused of not defending him again. It's neither here nor it seems like they went negative. What in God's name is wrong with you? Based on their intellectual level, they're obviously hot. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so thanks, Asian Dwarf, for giving us some feedback. Hey. Hey, Mike, I just thought of something. Yeah. Those Barbie girls might be upset about that, too. Do you, you think we kind of laughed at that last comment? Yeah. Right? yeah that might oh, I think we handled well. that wrong two weeks in a row. Yeah, we could be in trouble again. I don't know what our next piece of revenge could be. The one thing I want to say is they did say one thing that kind of comes curious to me right now. They said they'll never mention our show again, right? On their show? Right. Have you ever known uh, any woman that's going to let us guys have the last word? Like, I don't think, I think it's a pretty long shot that these girls can keep their mouth shut. I actually dare you not to talk to us about us on your show. Because I don't think you're going to be able to hear what we have to say. And I know goddamn well you're listening. And they can all send me nudes. Yeah. I'll say, yeah, Shazma. Make sure you talk right into the microphone and you give those girls your information so they can give you any new pictures. How can they get Matt them to Ferguson you? Matt Ferguson at Hotmail.com. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Send your nudes. <laughs> buttholes. Yeah. Buttholes. Oh, buttholes oh, yes. only. Yeah, just buttholes if that's okay. So I don't know. We got a poster of the girls. It's like giant over there. I know. Uh, it's, it's the ma- most massive thing we've seen in the world. And, uh, it's right in the center. And right we didn't even think we should ask them for a butthole poster. Right? That would have been a better idea. That would be the next one. <laughs> yeah, next one. If we ever make up. I don't know if we're going to make up. Find out. Sounds like our relationship is on the rocks. Time heals. Time heals. So anyways, we got, I, was, I really I was uh, happy to have uh, these, these three <laughs> comics in, in this week. I was lucky enough to co- go out on Monday with uh, you guys and uh, do an open mic kind of a writing room uh, situation with you. And kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, how many how many audience members were there by the end? One, two that walked right before I went on. Yeah, those ones were going to a movie or something. Yeah. No, nothing to do with anyone that went up. But then the rest of them were just like comics or their girlfriends, right? That's about right. Yeah. 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 
That's yeah. uh, that's standard for that room, and it is it is just like a writing room to kind Jason's of like work room. stuff out, and it's yeah, I host it, <laughs> and I just pretty much go up, do all new material, and hope that other comics are doing the same to kind of grow. We had a good time beforehand. Shit. Yeah, and yeah, we partied a bit beforehand, so like. Oh, you, don't are you don't you, cut. You don't, saw me there. You kind of know that I was a bit under the influence while hosting that show, I feel. I, didn't, so. I couldn't tell at all. You couldn't tell? No, no of course not. No, me. not me. But, uh, <laughs> no, you're a real gentleman. No, it was a... F- and I and know, every Monday, the first Monday of every month, they do a pro it's show. It's like a book show there. Yeah. It's really the good. And yeah. that's, yeah, where you get to finally, like, all the stuff you've been working on all month, you get to kind of drop there, which is awesome. And they, yeah. they get out-of-town headliners from Toronto and shit every week, so, or every month. Yeah, but I think sure. what a lot of people don't know is, like, without those rooms, those early rooms, to figure stuff out, you, it's, it's not like a, a musician, right, who, can, who, when he goes to an open mic night, he's played guitar and learned the song at home. He knows exactly how to play the song. He just goes on stage and plays it. Whereas when a comic goes on stage for an open mic night, He's a lot of times never played that song, you know, as an analogy. He's never uh, done those jokes sometimes without, with, uh, like, uh, and worked out his beats with it and worked out his voice in it. And you get mixed, sometimes you get lost in it, right? So, like, without those small rooms where people kind of get the grace to bomb openly, right? You, you, like, I think it's like you wouldn't be able to, like, not as much material would get written. No, you know what I mean? Gotta, it's, it's good to have those, yeah, just because, like, you're going to be able to just push yourself more like for the week and have like more ready for yourself because if you were only doing like big shows with big audiences, you'd, you'd always just kind of feel like, oh, I need to fall on the stuff that yeah. like always works. Um, but the more you go along to the braver you get where like you'll start testing out new jokes in front of big crowds just because you're like, I'm going to find out if this works or not. Like you guys will let me know. Right. Um, but yeah, just, it's, it's different than music in the way where it's just like at home when you're playing, you know what notes are, you know what like musical notes. You're like, this is definitely music. With comedy, it's like some people would just be like, that's just not even a joke. You yeah. just you just talking. You, you wouldn't it? just like go up and do a riff in front of an audience that you're working on. Yeah, you're yeah. a musician, right? right. Like, yeah. with a, as a comedian, you totally would go up and. That's just what try, you have to do. Try yeah. something that you've been working on because it's yeah. the only way you're going to tell if there's any anything there, right? Mm-hmm. Or or you just come up with something new while you're up there, and that's kind of like the old jam jam like band, jazz music, or yeah, yeah. jam bands. They yeah. they just go up and whatever happens. Right. Yeah. So you well, can it, get to music, but. Like, I don't think as many musicians go up and just fucking jazz riff. There's up. not a well, no, no. depends where you are, but yeah, there's not a ton. No, but anytime, anytime, I don't know how you guys are, but anytime I try to go up there, uh, and uh, <clears throat> anytime I try to go up in front of anybody and speak, and I have too much written down, um, I will um, be a complete mess. If I, but if I have bullet points and I just kind of like know I have to talk about something. Then it then I can then it's, you feel more natural. It comes across better, and and uh, and that that's one of the things that you can only kind of do by repetition and being comfortable. Doing it a lot, right? That's the main thing, and that's the good thing about like more and more comedy shows that go up is that like you can just start coming with a premise and then maybe have something worked out. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're doing a couple of shows a night, you know what I mean? Like all the biggest comics you ever hear of, they're from like New York or LA, yeah, so they're doing right. like four or five sets a night yeah lots so, of yeah, rooms, like yeah. you know what i mean so like somebody just comes with an idea yeah. and like i saw a comedy documentary and tim allen was coming on 
And he's like, he's like, it's a five minute bit, and it will be a half an hour by the time yeah. we're done the night, because he gets to do all these headlining spots and keep stretching it and stretching it and working yeah. it out in front of people, which is really cool to see. Yeah, but it's bad if you were supposed to go on and he took an hour. Is that no? Well, that's tired the crowd absolutely. out. Absolutely, just like bumps you and yeah, that happens to comedy all the time. You go there and you get a shell of an audience, and you got to try to wake them up. When they're just done laughing, they've already laughed themselves That's out. what's hard about those, well, about the open mics is that, like, rather than the booked shows, is that, like, with, like, you might have to follow, yeah, 30 people that have already been up. So does anybody care about how original you think you yeah. sound now after they've heard 30 different voices? Yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I, I was thinking when I went, this is my, how, like, green I am, na- naive I am. I thought when I go over there, uh, I was going to say, how am I going to incorporate the crowd into this bit or whatever? Right. And then I'm like, there's no, as soon as I got there, there is no crowd. No. Right. So I'm like, no, I just got to work on seeing if I can get through, like get my point across the way I want to. And then, and then I, I bombed big time. And it was my first, like, but, but you know, I, but I, I, I would hardly call it it's a bomb, bomb, dude. I wouldn't say I it's a bomb. Joe's going to yell at Ferg the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, it's all comics. Uh, Two of us for sure were drunk, and I'm talking about Ferg and I right now. Yeah. Like, in the, like in the midst of a blackout. Yeah. It was so bad. like you can't count our opinions, but also like. Shaz might remember it. I was drinking water. Yeah. You were responsible. No, he was responsible. He had to make it back to Burgessville. Yeah. So you, but you, you, so you were sober enough to remember what I did, right? And you actually had the. You came up to me afterwards, Tyler. Thank you very much. And he said, good set, is what you said to me. Yeah. And I said, like shit it was. And I said, well. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It wasn't that good. It wasn't good at all. No, because no, it was a good set because you went up there and you tried your jokes. Well, that makes yeah. it a good yeah. set. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. And you did get some laughs from the table behind me. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, you got to understand, like, just performing in front of comics who probably, like, you know what I mean? Like, out of Shazma, Ferg, and myself, we've probably all written a hundred jokes this week or something. So yeah. we're just thinking about jokes all the time. So, like, we kind of know where something's going. We did this the last time I was on your show where I was like, yeah. I can sometimes predict where a joke is going yeah. before I hear the punchline. You know what I mean? So for com- we're not a good audience. I know the worst. You need those people that were at the back that ha- unfortunately had to go to a yeah, they were actual the day because yeah. they were into the show, actually. That's the comics are the worst and audience. The most and I, I was li- ready to talk to that audience too. I'm like, I got bear jokes for you. She's like, we got a lady. I'm like, all right. Now all I got is you, you fuckers, and all you're gonna do is judge me. And then if I say a good joke, you're gonna be like, oh, good joke. Damn it! I wish I would have thought yeah, of that. You know? Just <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but it's so true. Like when you really respect a joke, like when you hear someone do a real good one, you're like, oh, you don't laugh. You're like, sometimes oh. yeah, I don't laugh. I just go, oh, that's good. Yeah, he really got that. like a golf that. clap or something. Yeah. Like that. Like, Where you're just like, oh, that's really good. Like that's what I thought, Jason, with you, because I I saw you like about a year apart because I saw you in Hamilton and I saw you in London. Yeah. When you opened for Tom Segura, I saw you. Yeah, in uh, in London there. And then yeah. I saw you for the the beginning, first heat first of the round of, the of that contest. Boat, yeah, and I saw Tyler that same contest, night. Yeah. yeah. I think he got robbed. I, I'm just gonna say it right now. I thought you got robbed, Tyler. He did it. But Jason did it. I, there's no uh, Jason that won the whole contest. So that was the first stage, and you went on. You won another. So you one. think that Tyler Tyler should have gone through too? Mm-hmm. So who should it have been? He's gonna say it, not you at all, Jason. It doesn't. No, no, it should have been you. Should have been you. You, t- Tyler. Oh, sorry. I, I was gonna count Anthony, but he wasn't part of that. But I said the three best acts of the night 
in my opinion, where you, Tyler, and Anthony Malekas, and all three had been on my show. And I thought, well, that's... He wasn't on our round, though. But he, he Anthony, had, Anthony, Anthony was doing his... Uh, no, he was doing his special, so he's coming in... When He came in late in a joke. He yeah, came in wherever yeah. he left off in the last joke. He and then, headlined. Yeah, he headlined. He was doing five he, minutes at each uh, each at, spot because he was going to stitch it together and make this special. Yeah, so he comes that in midway... ridiculous because Anthony's the most insane person on the planet. Yeah, he came in midway he's through... So a, he came in midway through I a joke, so and, you're like, and, he, and we all had to... We all had to catch up to where he was. I had already seen him before, so I knew where he was going. But but still, then he finishes that joke, so he hits a, at least one punchline with us. Really then he does a setup for another joke, so he's leading you into a punchline, and then leaves, just walks off the stage. He's so nice. He's and the then the next, so now, but it's genius because now if you want to see where that joke went, you got to watch his special, right? Or go see him live. Yeah. <laughs> go see him live. Go see. But him. I thought that was a pretty. Yeah, yeah, no, his no seriously, go no. see Anthony Malakis live because he's so funny. Yeah, he's he's good. Yeah. He, he's so nice and hilarious. so out of the box too. Like and with the shit he's doing right now. Just off stage, he's a beautiful person. <laughs> but I have to remember now who the other who the other one that was in the contest that I would it put third. Matter. But it's too it's too difficult to, for me to remember. I knew no, you guys better too. There was a lot too. of good people in that round, though. In that whole, general, that whole like, show that was whole, always fun. That whole mm-hmm. thing was really good. Anything yeah, that's like my one of my favorite it's rooms true. for sure. It's such a good yeah. room. The Wednesday room. Yeah, Patrick Coppolino runs. Yeah, have Wednesday you done that? Yeah, like how far are you from Hamilton? No, I would do Hamilton for sure on a Wednesday. Yeah. That's where you want to work out new jokes. Is like that club with oh, the really? actual audience and stuff. That's oh, yeah. where you want to do it, man. Yeah, talk to Pat Coppolino. Just have to send him an email. Try your stuff there. Yeah, yeah, for real. But the thing is, what you do, and you say it on the air, and then uh, even that one time I said, I'll attend your event, right? Right. I said, I'm going to attend the event, and then people p- uh, stitched together that I was going to try out stuff there, and then they were like, I was going to send so-and-so who lived in London, he was going to come watch it. I'm like, no, for God's sakes, don't come watch me. I don't want to see anyone that knows me come yeah, watch yeah, me. You don't want to tell people you're doing a show. I try not to unless it's a show I want people to go to. Yeah, once yeah, you figure it out, once you figure it out, then you, everyone can come, but not when I'm working on it. That's why I haven't been hosting those Norwich shows, because I don't want people I know to really see me. I want strangers that think I suck. I even see dudes bring like <laughs> friends out to open mics, and I'm like, I would never bring friends to open mics when I'm trying new mm-hmm. jokes, or I'm just gonna eat dicks all night. Like, I'll I say never... no, I'm already a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. my wife, my wife says, Pete, I really want to come with you, and I'm like, no, please God, yes, don't come, not yet, no, like, not ever. You, I you... brought Braden out to a bunch of shows, but I know if I bomb, he gets it. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. He knows I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've, been, we've been friends for many years. <laughs> we've been friends for years. He knows. Oh do you, yeah. The do you ba- try all your jokes out on your wife though? Always. Always, right? Yeah. See, it's like I always try my stuff out on Katie, so she doesn't need to go to the shows. Because right. she was my first test audience before I even brought it to a show. But doesn't she find it interesting how other people would react to your jokes? Like, she comes to that. Like, don't get me wrong. She comes to, like, my first show, she'd already heard everything, and she still came out. But I didn't invite anybody else. It was just, like, for an actual crowd and stuff like that. And then, yeah. And that's what she'll say. She was like, I'll go to your shows and just watch the audience now to see what they think of you, because I've heard your... Yeah, yeah. Your jokes. Uh, she right. probably just wants to go with you because you're out every night. Like you have a successful comedy relationship. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> not the same for Fergana. I'm not well. Tinder's gonna. It's gonna do you right, Shaz. Don't worry, buddy. You right. just keep swiping right. Something's gonna come along. Six months into comedy, my three-year relationship. God. Because <laughs> right? it because it because of comedy pussy. 
Well, no, well, because <laughs> no, no, that no. exists. Because no, wow. every comedian I've met in this in this comedy run in Southern Ontario, I don't know a lot of guys that are getting pussy from it. At least the ones I've been running into. You use your skills as a comedian to get pussy at bars later on just by being uh, funny, but you don't like at shows. It's like, I don't know. It's there's no comedy part. groupies. It's just being gone all the time that girls get pissed. <laughs> Not right? necessarily. Um, there's in London, anyways, there used to be girls that would just come out to every show. Um, and then I started doing dirty comedy girls. a lot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, They're like, I could never get wet again after looking at Shazma. <laughs> 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 it's actually they feel shot it's the girl says you can hear it happening during a set it's, uh... <laughs> hey, hey, you, uh... you asked me that last time I was here and I told you I can't get girls with my material I talk about how mutilated my genitals are for half of my act it's true. like depending on like what your jokes are how honest you're being or yeah, whatever but maybe else, they... it's definitely not hey, gonna help hey do you, you like bowling balls in your mouth come back to my <laughs> oh, come but then you have the curiosity factor going for you like there's gotta be some girl that's like I gotta see it it's like a midget stick like you just like you know I'm it's is gone it, now it just looks is like it a big or small cow's you have tongue. to see it right <laughs> If you have a chance yeah, to see a little mean, person's... You ever have a cow tongue sandwich? Yeah. Yeah, think of my nuts next time. That's, <laughs> That's what you're less My nut skin just looks like a cow tongue sandwich. Hey, remember how I said my dad um, said he didn't like your Scooby-Doo material? <laughs> remember that? No, he didn't like that I was an expert on Scooby-Doo. And right. I knew that I had a counterfeit Scooby-Doo, by the way. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know. No, no. Don't give it away. We heard it. So... <laughs> My dad said he didn't. He's, he's confused with your. He he challenges your Scooby Doo expertise, Tyler. He challenges it. Is this Scooby Doo trivia? Oh, no, no, I don't. Not gonna, I, that would have been a good idea. Trivia. We'll do that in the future. We'll test your Scooby Doo knowledge. But for this one, I just wanted to get a point across. He also has heard enough about your nuts. He said. That's another piece of feedback. People have been saying that all around. Fair That's enough. Yeah. Everywhere I go. <laughs> so I'm just telling you the Willie Van Dyke feedback, which he gives me. All the time it. is always be- spot on for me because he's very and and when I I say things he's always like why are you always make me out to be the bad guy you're always saying I'm real critical of you say I don't like it sounds like I don't support you he's like always saying why are you always being so critical make me look like the bad guy I'm like I'm not I don't even think of it like that I'm like you're telling me the truth like what's wrong what sucks about my show right. like it's the best thing I can get like I can't trust any of other guys just trying to make me feel good for embarrassing myself you know <laughs> can't trust the Barbie girls at all to tell you what's up yeah I don't know I don't know about them you know yeah. what are they up to they have ulterior motives one of them was real hot for my band leader for a long period of time Dude, she had a little bit of the crazy eyes a little bit of the, a, bit of, a little bit of crazy eyes <laughs> promiscuous I don't know yeah she was very interested what did you there was, there was, uh, you know, what, did she try to entice you with photographs? I don't know. Was that true? Oh, shit. Neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. A man, a gentleman doesn't tell. A gentleman doesn't tell, Matt. <laughs> you know, Matt, we haven't talked enough about you. You're sitting right there the whole time. And we haven't talked enough about you. You're here. You came all the way from London, Ontario, driving your car with a broken window. Yeah. The victim of hate crimes. Yeah, it's just people against neck there. tattoos, and I don't agree with that sort of hate crimes. Yeah. I'm the one who everybody thinks I broke into their car, but really <laughs> I'm the one getting broke into yeah. on a regular yeah. basis out there. So you have no sympathy from people. I just figure like after the third time, I just I'm not I'm not repairing it. I'm just, I just duct taped clear duct tape. Obviously, I'm not a savage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I just clear duct tape the window up, and I'm just I'm fucking leaving it. I've seen him do it before. I've been like it's my at calling the gas card. station with him, and he's like retaping. <laughs> yeah. He's like they fucking cut it open. Yeah. Yeah. I got That's the best I'm part, like, man. Yeah. I, I taped it last time, 
And uh, I taped it up fucking good too. And I came down a few weeks later, and somebody broke in my car and just cut. They cut the tape, but the doors were all unlocked. They just cut the tape. What are they trying to get out of your car? I was so mad, I had to go buy a seven dollar roll of clear duct tape and ruin my whole day. You should just have a. You should have a, a sign on your car that says "It's unlocked. Just sleep in it if you want." I know. I know. Take I, whatever you can I get. I think they're like going in there and like banging drugs or something. Like, I don't know what's going on in there because there's oh. nothing in there to steal. Like, yeah. and if you see it inside my car, it does look like somebody lives in there like right. it's just like just wrappers up. and like blankets and stuff yeah it's just, it's there's prostitutes taking johns into your car <laughs> yeah. and banging at night yeah, that's yeah. what's happening are there prostitutes in london oh, God. oh yeah, yeah. well there's pro- oh, i guess sure. so. there's yeah. prostitutes in simcoe yeah, yeah. is it really yeah, in the yep. summertime. We have so seasonal cold. help come in when the crops are in for the <laughs> offshore laborers. Some business is good. I ain't, I ain't even kidding on that. No, that's am I? 100% accurate. You used to go down to the Army, Navy, and Simcoe, and you used would have, to. you would ha- or whatever, you'd have these big women, big white women, cat calling you on the street. Like if I'm walking on the street in the summertime on a Friday night, usually Thursday or Friday night, when you bring the guys into town to get their groceries, guys from Jamaica, Mexico, whatever. Right, right. Uh, that are working on the farms here, and you bring them into town, the, and the big, the big uh, whores come out to play. They sure do. And they are aggressive. They are trying to get business in a hurry. They're, this is their peak season. We're going to make hay when the sun shines. Yep. I'm a hooker with a wide ass. I can only do it when these, when these Jamaicans are up here because yeah. they're the only ones that like it. They did, they did that they <laughs> Did it the strip club there in Simcoe closed? Yeah, it's closed. Yeah, they closed the strip club. It's for sale. County, no more strip clubs. They said no Gotta more. Come my way to Nikki's. Nikki's. Yeah, that's right. Go no good up in old Oxford. I brought Ferg to Nikki's last mm. time we did a Norwood show for the first time. The the dude looks like that, and he grew up in Woodstock. You think he would have went to Nikki's? <laughs> you ever go somewhere and you're just like like you just. Has like a lot feel of at home. On his yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, this is right. I don't know if it was the nicotine stains in the ceiling panels or like just the smell in general, but it just yeah. felt it's a warm blanket. Yeah, it was uh, great. The nice, the nice sight of a totally, cesarean totally scar and a bullet wound. Yeah. <laughs> or tractor. Right? Or a tractor. Yeah. Tractors in the parking lot. Yeah, it's nice. You go in and the nice... coveralls. Yeah. Carve your name into Perv's robe. And you look at a nice mother of three <laughs> up on stage with clear heels. You know, a nice a cesarean scar and a bullet wound. Taking care of business. Right. Yeah. Doing the bills. doing the ceiling drag. Third song, laying down a tiger blanket. No big deal. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> you know, that's how that's how we roll here at Nikki's. Yep. You want to the back room? We're not gonna talk about what we do in the back room. That's private talk. <laughs> that's right. I don't There's know what happens in there. It's neither here nor there, but that is a real greasy back room. That's filthy, yeah. That is a greasy back room. They should be a sponsor of our show. We're probably getting on tons of business. Nikki's Roadhouse. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm so old. When I first time I went to Nikki's Roadhouse, it was a roadhouse. It wasn't a strip club. No, it was I went there to get there, chicken though. wings. Yeah, it was a fucking rough roadhouse too. It was a fucking. Yeah, that's what it looked like. A little chicken wire. Chicken wire at the stage in the whole fucking lot. That's yeah. how I remember it. I don't know. I was 16. Still roadhouse. Still serves wings. Just they still serve wings. Yeah. I knew a guy. Who they serve wings in the. the they serve time. wings there. Goddamn right yeah. they do. Yeah, they serve food, right? Oh, Is yeah. it good? It's a nice spread, as they say. That reminds me. <laughs> one time I went to this. One time we went to this Matthew Good concert in uh, in the Kitchener, and then we went to the strip club afterwards. They had a dinner special, it was like three bucks, right? Three bucks or something like that for a burger. It was a burger, a three dollar burger, and I think they give you chips or something, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's perfect. We went to this concert. It was terrible. The concert was awful. I ended up yelling pussy lips out loud all the time. Every time they went between songs and it got quiet, 
you know, because Matthew Good was going on about his fucking divorce and how he hates women and all this stuff. And I'm starting to get out of the concert. I'm like, I don't give a shit, Matthew Good. I don't care at all. Just play fucking apparitions. And you know, and, and you know, uh, you know what? They set the show up for the lights, you know. So if apparitions, if it's next in line, they hit it. They hit it. Yeah. And my brother-in-law is sitting beside me. And uh, we're doing this. We're sitting pissed off at Matthew Good. We're really pissed off because he's not playing his songs. He's just talking the whole fucking time. And we're going like, uh, so he actually, it's quiet. And he yells, shut up and play apparitions. This is exactly what he yelled. And Matthew Good was stopped. And he's like, who said that? He's really angry. Right? And he's pointing around the crowd. He's looking around. And J- my brother-in-law is hiding behind my back. He's so scared. He thinks he's going to get kicked out. Because like, this is a big deal. He's a big Matthew Good fan. Yeah. And meanwhile, I'm pissed off. So every Anyway, so... It turns out someone else, everyone was yelling it. It wasn't just him. <laughs> so they kicked someone else out and said, give this guy a refund, get him out of here if he doesn't like it, blah, blah, blah. The crowd's turning on him, right? I'm starting to get more excited because I like when the crowd turns. Like, this is more interesting to me than the music, you know? Wrestling match. Yeah. So I decided my way to sabotage the rest of the show was every time it's quiet between songs and there's that moment of silence, I was going to yell as loud as I could, pussy lips, Right. <laughs> Everyone would hear it because it's something you don't hear every day. You don't hear a guy yelling out pussy lips. Like, you don't hear it, right? So we did it. It worked like a charm. We got a, we got a whole section of people that like the pussy lip bit, eh? They were all like into it. You know, pussy lips. Hey! <laughs> pussy like lips. Yeah, it was great. There were people that didn't like it as well. It was a mixed crowd. <laughs> yeah, ruining the show, some said. <laughs> some people didn't like it. They said, we came here to watch the show. Not you yell pussy lips as loud as you can. Right, <laughs> maybe you should sit down, and that's <laughs> so. I was a heckler as well, as I guess that's a heckler role. I just thought of that now, but I was a heckler. Matthew, good. Anyways, went to the strip club. The, where I was going with the story was afterwards, went to the strip club to get a hamburger, and this girl comes out, African American lady. She's wearing like a, a dress, it's all frilly, you know, frilly. She's got a little bit of the like, uh, what do you call that? What is puffy at the bottom? Girls wear it, crinoline, you know, so it puffs out, crinoline. Sure. Yeah, it puffs out. I don't know. She comes on stage. There's two side stages, right? Two side stages. She's in the middle. So she comes out, this girl. Two other girls come out, white girls on the side there, right? All wearing the same dresses and stuff. And the music starts. Well, it don't mean a thing if you ain't got that swing. Right? She's fucking kicking her legs out, right? She's uh, she's dancing it up. I am taking a bite of my hamburger. I turn over. This is great. This girl's a talent, right? Like, so I'm getting into the show fantastic right and i look over to the person beside me also african-american right and i say this girl's just got real talent is what i said she's a real entertainer and that because because <laughs> you know after after the thing it goes well it don't mean a thing if you ain't got that swing and they go bomb at the end they go okay. confetti cannons the two girls on the side blow confetti cannons and it shoots out that's what really got my attention like where do you see a stripper pull out two side girls and confetti cannons that pop up. It really is. I have never seen this before at a strip club, right? And it's like Kitchener after. A, I mean, you don't think I'm going from the hamburger. I didn't think the entertainment was going to be this good. It's fantastic. I say to this African American girl beside me. Turns out there's African American people all around me. I'm sure they're African Canadian or whatever you're supposed to fucking say now, but the, they're all around me. And it turns out the lady's family came to watch her oh, uh, perform. Oh, that's nice. Supportive. That's yeah, supportive family. And the girl's really put a lot of effort into her act. And she's a talent. I'm like, where is this going with nudity? I'm like so curious, you know? Like it's, uh, I'm so hooked. Like this is the great, this is the best strip club act I've seen since uh, 
Selena Steele uh, pulled a string of beads out of her vagina. Oh, yeah. Lovelies in Brantford. <laughs> that was the greatest. Um, but uh, this was, so this is very interesting. And then all of a sudden, uh, the bouncers and stuff come get me. And they're, uh, one of the people in our group is having an episode in the uh, parking lot. And I had to leave. So that ruined my night. I, I don't know what happened at the end. You're so of, excited. Yeah, no end of the story for any of the listeners. But I didn't have any ending of the story either, so we're in it together. The <laughs> burger was killer, though? The burger was pretty good. Yeah, I got to finish it. I had to finish it in the parking lot, though. I took it out with me. <laughs> the, guy was lying in the, the guy was in rough shape. <laughs> we took him home. I think he smoked a crack with a hobo. <laughs> Something happened to him between when we left the concert and the strip club. And he got from all of a sudden like, kind of drunk to like, like really drunk. It happens, eh? Roofied. I think I think I think actually I think one of that girl's family was probably Bill Cosby. As now that I think back about it, it all comes together now, it all makes sense. Well you don't think so? Are you are you offended that I'm going after a comedy legend? Are you in the support of Bill Cosby camp, Tyler? I didn't know this where this show was going. Yeah. I don't know where I lie. What do you think of the cause? What do I think of cause? Obviously, comedy speaking, I love Cosby. Got a bunch of his records. My dad used to listen to his records. Got his records. Used to watch the Cosby Show in high school or in high school and college all the time. Love the show, Doctor Hux. But you support rape culture, is what I, you're saying? No, I also <laughs> understand that comedians are fucked up, and there's a good chance that yeah, Cosby might have raped and touched a lot of women. But I don't know, and I'll wait till they're finally see. But like you're 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 waiting and seeing. You right? You're not convinced. You, you can't. No, not I am convinced. It's a lot. That's a big number. That number is pretty high. <laughs> yeah. But like, I don't think if the... you look at like the art that he did, the comedy that he created, you can't deny that that's great art and comedy. You can separate the two. Right. He could be a fucking scumbag <laughs> shithead, rapist, whatever he is, scumbag weirdo in like in the honest term of fucking just being a fuckhead. He could be that. He still created some cool, funny things. Yeah. And it I, turns I, out I, he. I, I'm not gonna go burn all my Cosby records tomorrow. I might not listen to him for a while. <laughs> I got two. I got two points to that. One is that uh, if uh, Cosby. Um, I think he was not only, I don't think you're giving him the credit, he's not only a great comedian, but he's also an impeccable rapist. Because uh, for him, it, for it, him to... it breaks my heart, it really does. Because like, I really was a huge Cosby fan growing up. Yes, I know, me too. I mean, my, Bill Cosby himself was a record my parents had. It was one of the first records that I listened yeah. to like over and over me, again. Like the me whole too. Noah my thing. My dad talks about how much he loved Cosby anytime I bring a comedy. The Cosby too. thing wouldn't be such an issue, though, if he hadn't been such like a. He was like that clean, like, and gave other guys shit for being right. dirty and yeah. for be, But he just turns out to be the biggest fucking scumbag out of anybody. That's how it goes. So it just makes it that much worse when you look back at his art because it almost taints it to me. It's like, yeah. I don't know. I know you can separate yeah, the no, two. It, like, it, like it does said, taint it though. You're right. There is an does, element. Yeah. No, you can't not think about I it. I still listen to Thriller and Michael Jackson did some questionable shit. Yeah. But, uh-huh. like, but we don't know about that either. Exactly. He was just fucked up and really like kids, like hanging out with them and shit. Right. Well, you know what? I'm <laughs> glad you. I'm glad you brought up Michael Jackson because that reminds us we're kind of getting to an hour 15 into the show. So we're going to wrap it up. And the way I like to wrap it up and I have a little, it's a tie in to Michael Jackson. So it was a good segue <laughs> is that we have a game. It is. <laughs> it's a game of weird trivia that we like to close the show with. And uh, 
we have a we're going to open with a Michael Jackson question. We don't have a weird trivia theme no, song yet. We're works. working on it. Yeah. We sent the Not orders out to Riff uh, it, boys. Riff it. Weird facts. That's what we're going to call it. Weird, weird facts. facts. Weird facts. Oh, weird. weird facts. Weird facts. Oh, nice. Oh. It's our first weird facts oh, segment. So from the from the feedback that we got from uh, some of our listeners last week on our first weird facts was that uh, you don't have to go around and ask everybody individually if it's true or false or not. You just say who thinks it's true, who thinks it's false, okay? okay. A little bit of a shout out or whatever you think, and that's how we're going to do it. So we're going to name a bunch of facts. This is how the show's going to end. You up for it, Jason? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, Jason, before we get into weird facts... We should probably tell you, you're going to be in, uh, you and Tyler and... And Ferg. And Matt Ferg, Ferguson. Matt Ferguson. All three of you, the all-star lineup, three, and there's it's not only you guys, but no, there's... It's a- not just us. Ferg's a special guest, and Jason's headlining. It's at the Norwich Arena, January 29th. It's myself, uh, Jonathan James, Izzy Camiso, Sarah Ashby, Devin Bateson, and maybe some other special guests might pop by. Blue Line Room It's the last one for the year. Oh, right. Norwich Merchants. Such yeah. an awesome show. Beautiful. Anybody in Oxford, Oxford, Norfolk, I know you can dry, make the drive, so get out there. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. going to be a good so time. It's going to be a yeah. packed house. We'll be partying all night, too. We're yeah. staying in Norwich. So. Oh, right. I'm sleeping in the middle of the rink. That's nice. what told me, nice. down at the yeah. bottom of the community. You could, pass for, you could pass for not only a Dutch Reformed person, but also an old order Mennonite. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't know. You don't know, like, what's he got parked outside that everyone's thinking? Was he, is he driving or has he got a horse parked out back, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say wear colorful clothes, Jason. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> throw, on, throw on the suspenders or no? Yeah. yeah, that's questionable. Yeah. Keep the mustache, too. Yeah, you don't want to get rid of the mustache. <laughs> that would be a look, though. Cherries will grow that one next year. Yeah. Hey, just a beard, no mustache, the whole men and height thing. And then shave that off and give it to me in a shoebox. <laughs> It'll be great. So anyway, we've got the last segment of the show. So, you know, that's the Blue Line Room, January 29th. And also Jason's, uh, Jason and uh, Jason and Tyler, or oh, Jason and Matt. Yeah, yeah, oh, Jason yeah. and Matt are uh, both playing in the uh, for a Poppy Fund benefit in Burlington, Ontario, at the Burlington Legion, on January 30th. That's Saturday, January 30th. So if you want to go, go online and look up uh, the Poppy Fund benefit or the Burlington Legion, and you can uh, probably find a way to get there or get tickets to the door. Oh, absolutely, for sure. Yeah, come support a good cause. It'll yeah, be a exactly. fun night. Yeah. Cool. See a great. So thank you very much for coming in. We'll we'll uh, we'll get to the game. Uh, but uh, so this is how it works. Everyone, I'll name a, a bunch of, of of weird facts, and you have to tell me if it's bullshit or not. So you say uh, true or false. So let me see here. So the first one we'll say Michael Jackson. This is a question about Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson had a meeting scheduled at the World Trade Center on 9/11, but he overslept. False. 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 I'd say false. 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 It's true. What? It's true, you motherfuckers. That happened. Wow. And I, yeah, imagine if Michael Jackson would have been there. Wow. And not only was it a, a American tragedy, the worst one ever, they had to squeeze in the Michael Jackson thing. Like, what's bigger? 9-11 or Michael what? Jackson died. They overshadowed the whole thing. Yeah. How shallow is the American public? Would they think that, that would they break to, oh wait, uh, one tower's falling, but breaking news. Michael Jackson might be in there. So you're saying they've always plotted to kill Michael Jackson. They just decided to stretch it out. Oh yeah. Osama Bin Laden absolutely hated Thriller. He didn't think the album was good at all. I wasn't going to say Osama Bin Laden. I was just going to say like the reptilian overlords or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Them too. 
Yeah, the, depending which way you're going on that one. But uh, so that's that was true actually. It's uh, illegal. Second, uh, it's illegal to own a flamethrower in every state in the United States except for Mississippi. True or false? It's true, probably. I'd say true. Yeah. False. False. There's got to be a couple other states in there. They love fire. I'm gonna say false too. It is false. So the people that said false, they're correct. But How many there, there still is only one state. Nevada, Texas. Oh, this is a good game. But no, you're all fucking wrong. Florida, North Dakota. <laughs> no, it is is it is very surprising. It's California. Really? Yeah, California. They're the only ones where if you if you're a flamethrower enthusiast. That's it. That's oh. the state for you to live in. Oh, go to the California. Action movies they film there. That's yeah. right. All oh, right. Makes sense. You go on the Hollywood. Oh, that's right. It's yeah. Fucking different over there. <laughs> okay. To go to one of my one of my one of my favorite subjects, Adolf Hitler. Nice. I don't think we we're gonna bring up family tonight, but all <laughs> right, guys. Let's no, get we're, it. Going, we're going full Adolf Hitler tonight. We haven't done enough offensive stuff tonight, so we go. Uh, he, he invented the hot air balloon, right? No, that's a false. And the donkey punch. That is so a lot of people don't know that about Adolf Hitler. Surprise truth. Adolf Hitler was a vegetarian and could not tolerate animal cruelty and violence. True or false? I actually heard that's true. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. True. True. That's weird, eh? I guess so. Yeah. That's he, why I never trust a vegan. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I just, I just live off vegetables. I'm like, ah, I gotta go. Yeah, you just think if, if Hitler would have ate, ate some VG me. meats, if he would have just had a life and that's all coupon, you go to the website, print off the coupon, bring in a VG meats. Right. Hitler did that. He would have had some nice protein. Would have been so crazy. Maybe he'd have a nice conversation with the Jewish people. Not done this crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Stews, not Jews. Exactly. So I say Hitler. Anyways, next fact. <laughs> It roughly takes it, it takes roughly 600 cows to make enough footballs for one NFL season. How many cows? Sorry. 600. For the entire true. Is that including the offensive line? No. The most just balls. Yeah, is it is it the cows that are eating or balls as well? This is a thing where it takes 600 cows to make enough footballs. Enough footballs. False. You didn't say that the False. first time. Yeah, I said it wrong, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I said it wrong. I noticed by the way you guys are talking that sometime there was a miscommunication in there that made it all go to shit. And it's the, so I'll say it again. Uh, it takes roughly 600 cows to produce, to make enough footballs for one NFL season. It's true. Say False. True. False. False. True. False. true. Is a true fact. Is a true fact, but yeah, that's a misleading fact because they don't use the whole cow for the football. You know, they just use the hide, which isn't being used for anything else. Americans eat enough fucking hamburgers and shit like that. They got enough hides going around to make footballs. Yeah, but I, it, thought, I thought it was pigs. Yeah, it's supposed to be pigskin. Pigskin, yeah. pig throwing around the old pigskin. Trick question. Fuck, it threw me off there with the cows. Yeah, <laughs> I thought. No, but I knew oh, where you were going too because I was like, yeah, you're right. They eat a lot of beef. Yeah. Probably eating a lot of red meat. Maybe there. I just eating that red meat steak oh, the before the big game. So that's what you do. You know, this week was uh, for the Americans. They celebrated a holiday on Monday. They celebrated Martin Luther King Day. You know, down there on the January, they get a January holiday. So this is the fact about Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King once uh, stated that homosexuality was a problem and should be assisted by a psychiatrist. True or false? That's true. True for sure. It's true. It's true fact. That is true. That is true. And this is, goes back to the Cosby thing. I don't think you can take a person that's done great things or great genius uh, where they're going to be a balanced person that's not going to be a dick in some way or a, a creep or a weirdo. If you could try to get somebody that's like, does something that's like, 
exemplary. They're going to be flawed, flawed somewhere else, you know? Like yeah, any like of the. Jimmy Page kidnapped a 14 year old girl. Yeah. Did he really? Allegedly. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say that because I don't really. I'm pretty sure, though. And Brandon DeCuba was that 14 year old girl. What? And apparently the great Adolf Hitler was also a vegetarian. Yeah, yeah he was. You know what I mean? Like, you respect him until you find out about that. Yeah. That really changes uh, things. Are you a vegan? Are you a vegan? No, I'm are not. You? I'm making fun of vegans. I'm pro-Hitler oh. and anti-vegan. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Pro-Hitler and red meat? That's right. Yeah. That's a really that's a really interesting interesting stance to take. I'm anti Hitler. Oh. Okay with red meat. I was raised to hate Hitler. I was raised to hate Hitler oh, myself. Weird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Blonde hair, blue eyes. Is that what you got? I'm not wasn't actually like raised to like wave up my mom like with my arms straight up. <laughs> Alan sounds pretty like, waspy British, right. but is this a German in our midst? Is one <laughs> snuck in Belgium? Belgium. <laughs> German snuck through us. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. We'll get on with it. Uh, uh, let me think here. Last question of the evening. Oh no, I want to ask. I want to do one more. Mister T's gold chains were taken from people that he beat up as a bouncer. That's <laughs> false. He, I, I hope that's true, uh, yeah, I but I think it's too. false. He told. Uh, I wish it was true, though. It's it's it is actually fucking true. No, Where's your sources? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, the source is uh, the source is. Uh, I have checked every one of these too because. Um, it's on uh, Weird Facts on Twitter. Weird Facts. Weird Facts on Twitter. That's what they do them. And then I, I'll like take them and then I put them in the search and I check to see if, where it comes from. That one was legit for real? Yeah, that one was true. Wow. Hitler, Edward, not Hitler. Not all of his gold. Not all of his gold chains. Oh, no, probably all of it, but a lot of his gold chains. Yeah, he had to buy a like, couple. He said, you like want if, them? Come back and get them, sucker. So he started. <laughs> like, what if you lost the gold chains that got him to apply to that job again? <laughs> beat somebody else yeah. up oh, man like, that was Bruce. the only and, way yeah and again those chains that's right you have to go and I can get them and then, you know it goes along with their theme you know look at great genius sometimes you do terrible things Mr. T's no exception no he isn't great genius and just a bit of a prick when you're a bouncer right? like yeah, gold but, but your terrible thing should be stealing gold chains not drugging and raping not drugging women. and raping yeah 50 women like but, we all have our terrible things but they shouldn't be drugging and raping 50 women no I I think I have to agree we that, can all agree on that that yeah, dr- yeah. drugging and raping is wrong but I'm saying Bill Cosby's genius is greater than Mr. T's and therefore his flaw is worse yeah. that's all I'm saying it's like my shitty thing is masturbating into houseplants Right, so that means you're you're probably a pretty decent fella. I'm okay. Nothing wrong with that. Just if I see a house plant and I'm alone, yeah, a little bit of drop a load in there. Yeah, a little bit of a jizz on a on a hibiscus or something, you know. Yeah, what kind of plant do you like? What do you no prefer? Doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't matter. He's he's kinky. He's in the cactus and shit. Oh yeah, you look like oh. I have a tattoo of a cactus. <laughs> yeah. balls. You're like if I only rest my balls in this cactus, it might deflate <laughs> from his. <laughs> So, so once again Why did I say that? I've never jerked off into a houseplant <laughs> One last thing One last question This is the one we're going to end it with uh, The average penis size is five and a half inches long True or false? That's true True I can say false I hope that's true. not true It's actually a false It's smaller But than now that, It's high, higher or lower This is the, this is the uh, oh, yeah. Lower Lower What's the reasoning behind lower? Uh, all those damn Asians. Asian <laughs> Am I right, folks? Uh, Low hanging fruit. That's offensive. Please, please uh, I, I think the reason actually is because most of those studies 
the men measure themselves and then say, but maybe the new studies they've been measured by somebody. Do you well, know what no, I mean? Oh, so you think it's bigger? No, no. I, I mean, it's smaller. I mean, men, if they measured it themselves and said what they got, they would lie and say oh, yeah. it's bigger. You measure from the asshole up to the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. back of your ass. I yeah. start from my toes. <laughs> and just like, it all connacks. And then I'm like, fuck it. 48 body. inches, boys. I think you might have something there, though. If they have to like put their dick into a tube or something like medically, like they're going to do a, like a scientific study, it's going to take a little bit off, a little punch off. I don't off, think you but... need a tube. I think you just need a nurse with a tape measure. Really? I just mean if I measure my dick and tell you how big it is, it's going to be bigger than if a girl that comes it in. Actually and is. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. I don't know if a girl, but it depends. Sometimes the girl measuring it, she's not going to get a proper sample anyways because you always got like half a chub or whatever, you know. She's measuring well, your dick. Okay, well, are we measuring hard or are we measuring like flass? Well, you got to measure hard. Stages. Hard, you got to go hard. You got to measure, yeah, because there's oh, yeah. different stages of flaccid. Yeah, how do you, like, yeah. There's no, many. It's changing all the time. Yeah. Well, what even is so, hard, right? So you're not going to get a. Yeah, if you're in a in, in any sort of scientific study, if it's and you medical, got, yeah. yeah, and you're getting your dick measured, you're not going to have a raging boner. You're not going to have the best one you've you ever should, had. You should though. Shazma I usually, would. I usually would. do. Yeah, Shazma's into that for an exam. Too. Well, I've spent a lot of time in and out of the hospital. You know. Hey, you want? You want? Uh, <laughs> I love this story so much. I won't tell who the people are, but there's this guy. And he had to go get a vasectomy. And I, this is a true story. I know this guy. And uh, the lady said, okay, what you have to do after your vasectomy, she gave him the sample container and the bag, right? And she says, okay, you're supposed to uh, give a sample and bring it back, bring it, you know, bring it back to the lab or whatever and bring your jizz into the lab or whatever so we can test if you got enough sperm or your sperm's all dead or whatever they fucking do with it. I don't know. But um, the nurse say that after his sperm's off. That was a quote. That was a direct yeah, quote. A direct yeah. medical yeah. quote. Yeah. And so uh, this uh, this this guy um, goes into the bathroom and jerks off in the cup, and hands it back to the lady that gave him the cup. Like like ten minutes later. Instant. Like just went into the bathroom, jerked off in the cup, and gave it to her. She goes, No, no, you go home. You're supposed to go home, and do it. And you bring it to a lab. You don't just jerk off over there and bring it back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Comes back all sweaty, you know, his hand in the bag. Like, what the fuck are you giving me jizz for? I go to the lab. I've only <laughs> masturbated in a hospital twice. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. First time was late at night with the antibacterial hand soap <laughs> under the covers, you know, nice and clean. Clean as your dick's ever been. It was. But the, the second time, second time I masturbated in a hospital, second time was into a catheter. Oh. What? Yeah. Is that even, that's possible? Well, it's a little strange. Is that real? You're not quite sure when you finish. <laughs> it's just. But I knew when I finished when the most attractive nurse I had there rushed in the room and cut the bag open and poured it on my face like some sort of weird bukkake. <laughs> Tell the Shazma, ladies and gentlemen. And the. And the correct answer to that question... That didn't happen. No, we got to end on the high. That's a great joke. Okay. So we go... Uh, so the correct answer is 5.19 inches. It. It's smaller. And it is because of the Asians, Jason. You're right. Thank it's, you. It says that in the study? It says no. in the study. Because <laughs> yeah, of the Asians. <laughs> because of those Asians. How many studies end with it? Because of those Asians. <laughs> this one. We're all working for Apple now. Maybe this will Asians. be the name of this episode, Because of Those Asians. We found yeah. a new planet because <laughs> of those Asians. All my sponsors dropped me because of those Asians. <laughs> 
Hey, look, we know what's inside milk now because of those Asians. <laughs> we know the airbags work <laughs> because of those Asians. I masturbated in the hospital twice <laughs> because of those Asians. <laughs> All right, everybody. This has been live from the Dutch Hall. I'd like to thank my guests, Tyler Shazma, Matt Ferguson, and Jason Allen for coming in. I also like to thank Nocturnal Emissions for being the best band in podcast history, and my bartender Paul Van Dyke for just being Paul Van Dyke. If you'd like to reach out and give me feedback, go uh, to uh, live from the Dutch Hall gmail dot com, or you can follow me on Facebook, like me on Twitter, uh, Instagram, all that bullshit, so that you can get a hold of me. So until then, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. That's fun, right? Yeah, that's Places, eh? Hey, there we go, guys. <laughs>